welcome to another episode of Can Do Attitude. This podcast is sponsored by Learning Connections. And our episode today is on awesome aeronautical, scaling Kanban and the seventh cadences with Lego. The third episode in our Helen Goes to London Lean Kanban Day series. We're joined today by Doug Idle, Helen's partner in crime. And before we start anything, we're just going to ask Doug to introduce himself and tell us how he got roped into this. Hey everyone, so like Vlad mentioned, I work with Helen on this talk. In my day job, I'm an Agile Delivery Manager over at ASOS, over in Camden. Uh, I work with Helen fairly closely on a number of things. Apart from uh, high quality software delivery, obviously, uh, one of the other things I'm interested in is rock and roll or hard rock. And also Lego is a bit of an odd combination, but that's me. Helen and I got involved in this when we came across a, I think it was a talk or a game that I think Liz Keogh had done. Mm, Um, I can't remember, I have to confess, I can't remember exactly what she was doing. But we had a look at that and we thought it would be quite cool if we could find a way to uh, also use Lego, but to kind of scale scale it out and demonstrate some of the seven cadences, which tied in quite nicely with some of the work that I was doing at ASOS with the Lego for Scrum game, which has been very popular over here. We run, I think I'm running four sessions this week. It's absolutely mental. Hmm. So, so that, that Lego investment has really paid off. It's not, yeah, the Lego I stole off my son. It's working, it's working hard. Thanks, Harry. <laughs> <laughs> So apart from the Lego component, why this topic? I mean, you said it was in some way related to what you're doing in your like day day job. Uh, no, actually. So I'm not using Kanban with any of my teams. It was a topic that Helen and I were working together on a project, and we came across something that like I said that Liz had done, and we thought, you know, we can we can do something like that as well. We can take take this uh uh, and extend it Liz done a good did a good job of kind of basic kanban and we thought we can take this further we already had a big part of lego that we were using elsewhere how can we use this stuff we really like we know why it's a good tool to use how can we use it how can we take it forward and then use it to show this other stuff that we're interested in as well absolutely and from my perspective um i really wanted to find something that could demonstrate how we could scale within kanban but also how we could use the seven cadences because it's not something that I see widely talked about out there and we know that everybody loves gamification so if there was something that we could do to make it more fun then that was a kind of a winner and also every year I kind of like to take a different person with me to London Lean Kanban Days if you remember it was Richard last year Um, and so I thought this would be a great opportunity to kind of get Doug cutting his teeth on the conference circuit. And it was, I really enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun. It was hard work getting it ready, and it was hard work actually, I need to say performing. It was, <laughs> it was hard, hard work on the day, but uh, you know, it was really good fun. I recommend it to anyone. It's a, a fairly safe environment as long as you've tested it out, you know what you're doing. Yeah. Now, before we go any deeper into this, just so we're all on the same level, could you briefly tell us what you mean when you say seven cadences of Kanban? So the seven cadences are a set of meetings which you can apply within your Kanban implementation. Now these meetings don't all have to be applied at the same time. It's down to your discretion to decide which ones you're going to get value from or not, or maybe you want to even merge some of them. They come in two sets. There's the service delivery and then there's the improvement cadences. 
So if we start with the service delivery, the types of ones that you have here is your daily Kanban, so probably one that we're all quite familiar with, daily stand-up. Um, we also have queue replenishment, thinking about what work, what order comes into the teams. And we also have the delivery planning, which looks at, uh, by a certain point in time, what is the probability that we will get these things completed. So it's kind of like that scheduling conversation um, to help us make decisions. Now the other ones, they are the service delivery review, which looks at single service for the team. It's an operations review which looks across multiple different services of teams working together. There's a strategy review which we didn't actually cover in our talk because that's covered by a different class. And then the final one was the risk review, so having a good conversation about the challenges that could stop us from delivering. Now this is just a whistle-stop tour, we'll go into a bit more detail later, but just so we all knew what we meant by seven cadences. Now Doug, could you tell us what the actual session was? I could, yes. Would you like me to? Yes, please. <laughs> Sorry. Basically, we started off by uh, getting a group of about 30 people into separate groups of about four or five, and one smaller group of three, and we explained to them that we were going to get them to make, make aeroplanes out of Lego. And each of, the, each of the four large teams would be responsible for building one component. So we had tail, undercarriage, fuselage, and wings. And the fifth smaller team would be an integration team. Each of the teams had to nominate a service delivery manager who would be responsible for running the, um, running the daily Kanban and also for making sure that the guys knew what they were doing, uh, keeping, keeping the metrics up to date, that kind of stuff. Uh, and then we, we gave them a Kanban board uh, we, we had learned through a previous iteration of the game that it took too much time for the teams to, give, to come up with their own Kanban board. So we just, in the interest of moving along, we, we gave them one. And then we gave them a couple of minutes to get familiar with uh, making their parts. And then we told them to dismantle everything and put it all back in the box. And then we started the game properly. So we kicked off with the first, uh, first run through where we, having already, we introduced a daily Kanban and then we got them to try and build some planes. We gave them, I think it was four minutes in the end, and it went fairly badly. It wasn't a lot built, <laughs> but I was, that was kind of the way what we were expecting. We then moved on. We did a bit of a retrospective. Uh, we introduced a couple more of the cadences, um, but we then introduced the idea of scaling. So rather than having four different teams, we then merged them up into two separate teams and the integration team. Again, we provided them with a board and left it up to them how they were going to manage it. They collected their own me metrics, still as four independent teams, but they worked together as a single service in order to deliver their deliverable to the integration team. We did that. It, it got a lot better, got a lot noisier, but there's a lot, there were a lot more planes produced at the end. We went through the, the game again, where we then scaled up again. So instead of having two services, we then had one service. Um, by this time, we'd almost disbanded the integration team as well, and, and the teams were actually working together much better because they'd all been joined together. Uh, there was a lot more collaboration. There was a lot more, there was a lot more heat and uh, and noise as well. And it it kind of felt like the more the more noise and more chaotic it was, the more work was actually getting getting done. <laughs> it was quite quite an interesting experience. And then we did it. We did that a fourth time uh, without making any any changes. 
and by the, by the end of it, they built all the planes. It was quite a, it was quite a, a session. Now you said you asked them to integrate. Did they have any input on this, or did you tell them like your team and your team are becoming one team now? We did. There was no real reason for that. I think ultimately all the parts were as dependent on each other as any te- as any other way we could do it. But we introduced dependencies between the. I think it was the wing and the tail and then the fuselage and the undercarriage. They just seemed, I think, from memory, I think the undercarriage actually helped, held together better if it was joined joined to the body. There was no particular reason why we introduced those dependencies and ultimately we joined them all together anyway. Great. Now you said that you would give them a pre-made Kanban board because in previous iterations, I mean, you tried having them make their own Kanban boards. So how long did it actually take to create this? In time, I'm not sure. I think in total we did four actual run-throughs. We did the going backwards. We did the Glean Kanban day itself. We did a session the week before at the Kanban Coaching Exchange, uh, which was pretty good. And I don't think we made any, or certainly very many changes between that and the final version. We Then we did two separate sessions at ASOS. We did one be a week week before that which um, suffered mainly due to my own lack of organization <laughs> and the fact that I had a meeting uh, in Hertfordshire that, that on, uh, about that only ended half an hour before the session started um, that was quite chaotic um, it was quite difficult we realized then that we needed to make sure that we had a lot of materials ready in advance um, but on the whole the game worked and then we did an earlier set. The very first session we did was again was at ASOS, uh, which was very early on, which was wasn't wasn't a very good experience at all. Where we realised that um, by asking the teams to do too much, we weren't actually getting to to the cadences, which is what we were interested in. They were spending too much time worrying about drawing a board and how the what the different twin lanes and columns on the board would look like and all that kind of stuff. They spent too long looking for pieces of Lego. So as a result of that, we sort rather than just giving them one big pile, we split it out into four different sections with our own boxes. Um, we gave them, we were able to do proper Lego style instructions so they knew how to build it rather than having to guess from a picture. So it was that first one, I think, was where we made the most of the changes. I mean, we did learn like so much from those first trial ones, and at one point, um, when we were trying to get d- get it down to an hour and a half, I was like losing like faith of that it's possible. But Doug kept us strong because you know he is the Lego expert, and so over time we gradually reduced it and we removed rounds and um, we kind of told them how to do scaling, but we kind of did a bit of that for them by setting the dependencies um, and the whole boards. And it was interesting because different test groups, they did different things. So some of them slavishly followed the boards, but then other ones, they kind of said, well, actually, no, we don't want that board. We want to do this board. And even at London Lean Kanban days, I noticed that some of them had kind of redesigned it themselves, which was awesome because that was kind of what we really wanted them to do in the first instance. I think what we, re- what we really didn't want them to do was spend lots of time agonising over the things which ultimately the session wasn't there to do. The session was there to, to help people understand what the cadences were. We were like really straining our voices and we had to kind of introduce the, the kind of the klaxon or the horn, but even then they still didn't listen to us. And one of the funniest moments was we'd kind of like finished the simulation and we were debriefing about how we could improve it the first time rounds. And there was this just one guy that just kept building aeroplanes. He just would not stop as soon as you gave them Lego. Um, so we did have some pretty funny experiences as well. Do you lose any Lego? Yeah. 
I mean, we did in a couple of, I think in the, the third iteration, sorry, the second one that we did here at ASOS, we then lost, I think it was three parts, but I was able to recover them from my private supply. Thanks, Harry. <laughs> but from the, um, from the session we did at the coaching exchange, no, we didn't lose anything. And I haven't checked it. So I haven't even haven't taken the plans apart. <laughs> so how was it for you guys in general? Do you think the session achieved what you wanted it to achieve? Absolutely. It was a hard, hard job, wasn't it? And it was definitely a two two person job to be able to do this, especially on London Link Kanban days because the integrators couldn't integrate the aeroplanes and so Doug <laughs> got sucked into the team. But I love to create anything that's super creative and it's fun and people can learn. So from where we first started out to where we are today, I'm super happy. What about you, Doug? Oh, I'm really happy. If people find it useful, that was brilliant. That was you know, what it's all about. But it's also about teaching them something where it's fun, where hopefully it's more memorable. They'll go back, at least they go back home. They'll go back to work and they'll remember that. And then maybe if they don't implement all of it, if they just take one thing or one idea or one concept, and start to implement that, then that's that. You know, we've achieved what I'm, or I've achieved what I want them to get out of it. And I think people liked it because we got our feedback recently from the London Lean Kanban days, and we literally got all green cards. Um, so that's always a big win yeah, as well. Yeah. It was it was really fun. And, you know, I've got no doubt that everyone enjoyed it. I, I hope they hope they learned something as well. It wasn't just like a you know an afternoon play with Lego. Yeah, play with Lego session. Yeah, and Doug and I would love to do it at more meetup groups, you know, so if people are interested, then you just have to get in contact with us and well, as long as you're not too far away, we can see what we can do. I don't know, I'm open to going to Hawaii or <laughs> Barbados. Maldives. <laughs> no. Do you think your wife will let you go on holiday with me? Probably not, it's not a holiday, it's, it's a, be, be a business trip. <laughs> Give a completely new meaning to Boston Aeronautical. Exactly. <laughs> so the whole purpose of it was that actually to teach people about scaling Kanban through the seven cadences, or was it more focused on learning how to use the seven cadences? I think so. For me, Helen and I might have different, like, different opinions on this. It's quite interesting. For me, it was about giving. Having just done the KMP two, it was about giving people enough information that they could kind of get an idea of what was involved in that course and get an idea of what the curriculum was and how it worked and how it was relevant to them if they were working with multiple teams that were built, ultimately building the same thing without having to go through that then they could get an idea of whether or not moving on was something that was useful to them. Yeah so for me it was partly that I was experimenting to see you know if there was something I could do to add this into my KMP2 class but also um, scaling is quite important to a lot of organizations and a lot of people don't understand that Kanban is already a scaled method. And what you do is you add these additional cadences on top of that to try and bring it that together. So we really wanted to kind of get rid of that misconception that Kanban is just about boards, it's just about teams, and it's now starting to get people to think much, much bigger in scale and some of the key things that they could use to help them to, to achieve that. All right. I mean, now obviously this is a simulation. It was like compressed in time, one hour and 30 minutes. And even though you didn't do the strategy review, there's still seven cadences. Did you find that any were particularly useful for the game? 
So we did kind of think about this. So there were some that we put more effort into than others. For example, the Daily Kanban, we're pretty sure that most people would know about that by now. Um, so that wasn't one of the ones that we majored in, though we certainly encouraged them to hold one of those within their teams. Queue replenishment, that was quite important because we were continuously adding planes to their, their queue of stuff. And so they needed to kind of like hook up with other teams to make sure that you know, they were delivering the same sort of things across the priorities of what it was that we were asking for. Um, I think that probably the major one for me was delivery planning. And this kind of like hit as a bit of a sh shock of lightning at one point because we had a new idea. And this is really about, you know, asking them what's the probability that they're going to deliver these at a certain point in time, depending on the runs that we were doing. What did you think? Yeah, I agree. The delivery planning meeting, particularly from the, the second run through that we had at ASOS where one of the ADMs kind of stepped up and led it. It was fantastic. That was the part. We introduced it quite late on in the game as well, where by that time the team had ironed out a lot of the basic problems with putting together their parts and they were able to concentrate on getting it done as efficiently as possible. And that was the part where they really came together as four separate services and, and worked together and planned together and really collaborated on where were the bottlenecks, how could they get through, and then to come up with pretty accurate percentage confidence levels for how many planes they thought they could get through. And then by this point in the game, we weren't just asking them to do like two or three planes, it was like seven or eight planes every four minutes. So it was quite a big turn, quite a lot of throughput we were asking from them. Yeah. So yeah, that was a one that, as I said, we, we majored on. We also got them to collect uh, their lead times for how long it took them to complete the planes. Um, this was easier said than done because... Yeah, you uh, thought that putting a tick in a box would cause so much, <laughs> so much hassle, but apparently it was quite difficult. So there's lots of education on lead time distributions going on. But the reason why we were asking them to do this is, A, because we wanted them to think about their delivery, but also we wanted to use it in a service delivery review where we could talk about how long planes were going to take to create. Um, is there anything else that we could do to kind of like um, reduce the time it takes to deliver each of these different parts? Um, so we certainly got them working through the service delivery review. We didn't get them to do the ops review or the risk review, but we certainly talked them through what would be involved in those types of activities. And of all of these, we said what it involves, what types of information you might need to have, and who would be involved in these these sessions. And how long they would typically last for as well. Yeah, so we gave them quite a lot of information. Um, the strategy review, we didn't even cover that at all. So one of our first slides was, oh, we called it the seven cadences, but actually we're only going to tell you about six today. So I think there's a whole other opportunity to do something around that, that particular cadence. Obviously we planned this quite a lot. Were there any surprises when you kind of ran it? Were there things where you kind of went, I thought this would go completely different than it did? No. <laughs> we expected the unexpected, didn't we? Yeah. I think, not really. I think the, the most frustrating part, I think, was actually trying to find people to actually practice the game with. I, you know, I think we expected people to be falling over themselves, but it was actually quite hard to, to, to get that in place. But, you know, running the game, no, I mean, we, like I said, we expect the unexpected, so it wasn't, you know, highly scripted or anything. There was a, you know, we were ready to, to improvise on the spot and not quite make it up as we go along, but you know, we knew what we were doing, but we were able to, to flex and move with however the session went. 
Yeah, and that's the beauty of having two trainers in the room um, because you can read the room, you can see what's going on and if there's problems like when we had problems integrating the planes, it meant that you could go and help them and I could make sure that the session continued to run. Now this is a bit off-piste for the actual session you ran, but if each of you could pick one of the seven cadences you particularly like, not from the spectrum of the game, but one you particularly feel an affinity for, and tell us why. Ooh, I could pick three. It's like the brief was one. You can only yeah. have one. <laughs> no. like, like I don't know whether I'm more interested in the daily stand, the, the daily stand up, the key replenishment, or delivery planning. Gun to I your think, head. Like, I think from where I am with project work at the moment, we're definitely in a in a cycle of working out what's next and building a backlog so I'm more interested in queue replenishment and what's next what's coming out what do we need to do and how do we know we've done it that kind of scenario so that's what's more interesting to me but it depends on what I'm delivering where, that, where I am in that delivery cycle right now that you've picked one it's like what would your tips on people approaching it for the first time be so if someone was looking to introduce cure replenishment it's like have the right people there so you can actually make a decision know what it is that you're talking about so you can add, ask questions and understand what it is and make sure that something's actually ready to be picked up on i think manage that time i can't remember how long the meeting's supposed to be but there's no point in doing it for three or four hours know how much work you can get through and replenish or you know cue that much work I think for me, my favourite one, closely linked to another, is the service delivery review. So I see the service delivery review and the ops review going hand in hand. And the reason why I say that is because we have to understand the service we provide. Are our customers happy? How long does it take to get to them? What are the level of problems that we've got? All of these things tie into how much money and how satisfied our, our organisation makes. And so we kind of have to understand these things and they're quite often overlooked. So for me, embed that service delivery review within the services, the teams that you're working within. And then once you've got that to a certain point, you can then take all of that great information into the ops review. And now you're starting to look across multiple different services, which means you can start getting some of those problems ironed out and solved. And that's when you're truly starting to manage at scale. We will be doing a different podcast on the seven cadences. I know we've kind of mentioned bits and about them spread out through this one, but we'll be doing a more like organized one at some point in the future. Now, since you've ran it like four times, have you had someone come to you after and just say something that's like stuck with you? Well, immediately um, after the Kanban coaching exchange, which is an awesome meetup group, by the way, um, they kind of said, are you going to create of commons this? Because people were already immediately interested in being able to take this back to their organisation. And I have to admit, me and Doug haven't really um, kind of thought about it since that positive thing for me to, to realise that we had kind of like nailed it. There's always things that we can do to improve it, isn't there always? But I was pretty happy. No, I, yeah, I, I think it's finished. I don't think there's another another iteration on it to improve it uh, I was involved in it so it's pretty good though <laughs> <laughs> so we have like because we are gluttons for punishment and we like a good hard challenge um, 
I'm certainly not the type of person who's just going to stand up and talk in front of people. Um, so I think we're now going to try, when we've got a bit of headspace, to think about how would we do like a Kanban system design using the aeroplanes. So then we've kind of got like a um, first class and more advanced class versions of Kanban. So we can then offer a variety of things. And like, like I said at the beginning, I do a lot of the Lego for Scrum sessions here. I'm kind of looking to go the other way with that. To, to scale that up for, for more than one team, so I can have four or five teams working off the same backlog, so I've got a lot of Lego stuff. I do a bit of day job as well. <laughs> but we did get enjoyment from doing it though, because anything Lego is fun. Yeah, I, re- I really enjoyed it. It was stressful. I needed a drink afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> and during the presentations as well. <laughs> Well, I think that's about it. Do you guys have anything else you'd like to include? Any? I guess I'd like to say thanks to everybody who um, helped us develop it or went through some of the earlier sessions. I think the first one wasn't a lot of fun. So if anyone's listening, thanks. And also thanks to Helen for kind of asking me to do it and uh, giving me the, like, the kick on the backside to, to actually do it as well. And in closing, I'd like to say a bit about our sponsor, Learning Connections. Helen runs her KMP1 and KMP2 public courses through Learning Connections a few times a year. We do more sessions of the KMP1 and about two or three sessions of the KMP2. So if you're looking to get certified, I'll include the link in the description. We have a package deal if you want to do both courses at the same time. Until next time, it's goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from me. And it's a goodbye from me.